If you're sick of the endless ankle-grabbing at the hands of those misleading, deceptive bastards at Toyota in respect of the dodgy DPF installation in your Hilux Fortuna or Prado, rejoice, my somewhat chafed and unlubricated friend, because it's payback day, reciprocity day, tit-for-tat day, right back at ya day. Because today, dude, you get to stick one back into them. Yes. Oh, what a feeling. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au and I really only get Toyotas for people kind of cheap if they specifically request one. Like... Dude's got standards. And I ask you, have they not fooled everyone in respect of the RAV4 hybrid? Self-charging. <laughs> the wonder bra of hybrids. Website. Card. You know the rest. Blah, blah, blah. Who has time? Today is the 20th of June 2022 and the compensation floodgates have officially opened. Or at least this process has begun. More than 260,000 people just like you who were epically dudded by the king of mediocrity's dodgy DPFs times 10,500 bucks per vehicle damages on average reduction in value by virtue of being fucked over in this way kind of thing equals 2.7 billion with a B Schittsvillian micropesos. I do believe that's a record. Largest compensation payout for misleading and deceptive bastardry in all Schittsvillian consumer history, not just cars. Oh, what a feeling. Biggest bastards. I bet head office back in Aichi is a bit cranky today. Like they usually are. Full uplifting details on all of this in just a sec. This video is sponsored by Olight, the LED torch dudes par excellent. A sale on right now from 8pm tonight. Link and details in the description. Like, I carry an Olight every day, right? It's a Mini 2. It's this baby just here. It's tough, and it's super bright, and it's drop-proof, and waterproof, and tiny, and you could hypothetically beat a zombie, a werewolf, or perhaps even a vampire to the point of neutralization with it. I was going to say death, but that's hardly relevant with zombies or vampires, is it? This kind of apocalyptic neutralization... Thing is your main gig with a torch, however, as opposed to just an unexpected inconvenience on the way home from the shops, I'd be stepping up to a Warrior 3 for that in the interests of slaying efficiency vis-a-vis -vis the undead. I really would. Super clever recharging on these babies too. It's magnet-based and USB up the other end. Simple, clever and effective. Perhaps a little something for the workshop or the car now. And for that... I'm thinking the swivel. This thing is awesome and it's terrific value. It's got two lights and a hook and a magnetic base and it swivels. Like, go figure. 
Couple of specials right now too, the Perrin Mini, which is the same torch I stuck atop my welding helmet. It's a total game changer there too, in the gloom, you know, crawling underneath something to strike an arc, whatever. The Perrin Mini is now available in desert camo and under 90 bucks right now with 30% off, which is awesome. It includes a Velcro bracket thingo that you can stick to a tactical cap or webbing, so it's actually a part-time head torch when you need to go hands-free. The new O-Tool now. This is a tiny little titanium powerhouse. Just stick it in the car or on a belt loop or with your keys, whatever. You won't feel a thing. It's practically weightless. Tiny little three centimeter stainless steel blade, slotted and Phillips screwdrivers, a bottle opener, snap hook, and a zirconium glass breaker. Currently under 35 bucks all up with 15% off during the sale. The sale is on from 8 p.m. tonight until midnight tomorrow. Link in the description. Use the code AEJC for 12% off after the sale and on non-sale items right now. I just don't promote products I don't believe in, dude. I carry this Mini 2 every day. It's been super useful in so many different ways and it's never let me down. And it biffs my EDC Leatherman endlessly in the pocket. And it's been so stoic when it comes to that, in that endless battle for EDC in pocket supremacy. Now, back to those deceptive bastards. I would not want to be Matthew Callahan today. Well, any day actually, but especially today. And dude, is it just me, or is that smile somewhat forced? At least that's how it seems. Like his only daughter might have just got engaged to the owner of a tattoo parlour on the wrong side of the tracks, and he had a bad oyster at the party or something. There's nothing wrong with that, by the way. Like, the tattoo thing, not the oyster. Try to keep up, dude. Anywho, big Calahari there. Not only is he chair of the FCAI, uh, sort of manager for T-Dub and the Spice Girls when they're out, you know, touring. He's probably got an office close to the S-Bend in Canberra for that gig. But he is also El Presidente, CEO and Chief Apologist for Toyota Shitsville. Like, dude, what was second prize? Perhaps we'll never know. Imagine the conference calls this week back to Japan. Not too much konnichiwa, domo domo, down the line, I suspect. Lots of abject sumimasen, wakaramasen, nihongo choto dake kind of thing. Possible seppuku to follow, touch of kill bill, we can only hope. You did what? Did you even consider not fucking 260,000 customers over, just for a second? So repetitive, the corporate world. Back in April, the federal court found that Toyota were misleading and deceptive cocks as a consequence of selling the vehicles knowing that they were potentially defective shitboxes with a serious design defect all along. Oops-a-daisy. You know, you're really not supposed to do that. The court never actually found that they were cocks, okay? That's just me making an entirely reasonable summation of the character of their underlying misleading cock-like deception, which the court did find. 
the misleading and the deception part. Companies can't sue for defamation in any case, dude, and good luck, frankly, meeting the standard of proof for injurious falsehood. Just saying. Such a bastard. So, to be eligible for this compensation, you have to register at the I've been bent over by Toyota online portal, which is run by Gilbert plus Tobin lawyers and underwritten, it seems, by some faceless mob of fairly rich masturbators called mm, Balance Legal Capital. That's right. Class action's a hell of a big business, right? And there's always a clutch of assholes in $5,000 Hugo Boss suits milking the cow and trying to cloak it all in the language of virtue. It's one of the few instances of the federal court exercising its power to award aggregate damage. Matt McKenzie there, M squared, he's one of the would-be cow milkers at Gilbert Plus Thingo, okay? And they do love it, lawyers, when someone thinks their grill is interesting enough to put a microphone in front of one day. If a significant number of those group members do come forward, then there is a possibility, or a likelihood actually, that this will be the largest compensation payout in Australian history. M squared again there, just milking it. You go, girl, I say. Predict that future. Be Nostradamus in the dairy. You know you want to. However, Unfortunately, a dark cloud has appeared right above the Rotolacta. Toyota's appeal includes challenges to the factual and legal basis for the award of damages, particularly in circumstances where many of the group members did not experience the DPF issue. Hmm. Official masturbatory corporate material there, direct from the king. What a bold roll of the dice this appears to be too. Two of the minimum. Possibly even three, he is hoping. Now, far be it from me to speculate contemptuously on the outcome of said asshole legal appeal. Like, I trust a full bench of men wearing wigs and long black dresses to get this kind of determination bang on every time. And so should you, dude. It's what they do. However, imperfectly. But I feel a few conclusions can be safely drawn at this stage. Like, I'm no lawyer, but the point of Toyota's appeal appears to be if we are knowingly misleading a deceptive cox and your vehicle does not defecate in its trousers, then we think we should get away with it. Perhaps I am missing something. I guess that at least settles the age-old argument about the tree falling in the forest and not making a sound in the absence of witnesses. So, thanks for that. They also seem prepared to throw 260,000 customers just like you under the bus, all in the name of money. <laughs> that seems a little morally relativistic to me anyway. It seems to be implicit in an appeal such as this, doesn't it? Like, that's a little bit different to the company's position when you're browsing their website as a potential customer, isn't it? This stance, like the appeal stance, it does seem somewhat arrogant, even for Toyota. And here's the last dalliance with the die, okay? Let's say they lose. 
not speculating about it, let's just say they do for the sake of argument. That means that the highest court in the land will have declared them once and for all to be epically misleading, deceptive, anti-consumer cocks. It's not the kind of thing I'd want on my resume in a market that's frankly drowning in choice. But hey, each to their own. There would also be another huge round of negative publicity. Their epic commitment to R&D failure and then sweeping the fuck up under the rug until that became an untenable position, all hilariously reoxygenated again. Perhaps even that disgraceful letter to Berrima Diesel. Do you remember that? It's all a bit Top Gun Maverick, frankly. Like, I'd want to see it again. I do hope Calahari 6 has had some meeting with the lawyers about doubling down and potentially losing and the consequences there. And I hope the faceless shot callers in Japan are on board as well. Otherwise, it's just all going to be a bit we might need to order in a few more eggs kind of thing. Like, I'm still not seeing an omelette here, but I'm happy to keep frying, you know? If you put 260,000 checks in envelopes and they're each about, I don't know, an eighth of an inch thick, you actually end up with a stack of envelopes as high as the Burj fucking Khalifa. Not if you account for compression under the weight, but hey... Imagine licking the friggin' stamps. You'd probably need a tongue transplant at the end of that, so I guess he'll just get the intern to do that. Like, lick the stamps, not the transplant. Try to keep up, fuck. Big Caller might have to order in some fresh biros too because there will have to be correspondence with the victims. Imagine writing that, that heartfelt apology, the shame, the burden, the emotional toil. CEO says sorry burnout is an insidious boardroom condition. Ordinary people such as you misunderestimate. George Bush said that, so it must be a word, right? They misunderestimate just how much these people care about you and me deeply. Electricity retailers, oil companies, motor vehicle manufacturers, hearts of gold at the top. Like, that's my experience anyway. So to Big Caller, I'd say, don't feel isolated in this time of need, dude. We've got you covered here at Auto Expert. Our CEO, Cletus Van Dam, is here now to help on the heartfelt apology front, dude. Mr. and Mrs. Muzzer and Charlene Half-Stiffy. 21, Death Adder Drive, Cockswallow Heights, Queensland. Hmm. Dear twats, I'm really, really sorry you got so dudded with the DPF on your shitbox Prado. Should have bought a 200 series. Ha ha. We only rooted the air intake on that one, after all. Close bracket. I do sincerely hope, however, that you can continue to delude yourself about the legendary toughness and outstanding reliability of your fine small cock cruiser. Because we have invested so much coin getting mainstream Australian 
mouth breathers such as your good selves to think exactly that. Anywho, here's your big fat check, you greedy pricks. Now, if you don't mind, I'm gonna piss right off, cause I've got things to do. Yours faithfully, Cletus Van Dam, Royal Fat Cave, freelance customer service consultant, on behalf of his imperial magnificence, Matthew the First, Cardinal of Mediocrity, Altona Palace, Danistan, Vigwegia, not locked down so far this week. That sounds about right. Only 259,999 more letters to go. Journey starts with a single step, dude. Multi-award winning investigative reporter and empathy expert Cletus Van Dam there industriously making Australia less shit. One 2.8 Toyota customer at a time. Like, it's a grubby job, dude, but hey. Someone has to do it. Link to register for compensation with the cow milkers in the description. If you don't register, you don't get compensated. So that's a fairly simple proposition. M squared says, but not precisely in these words, that Toyota's legal appeal consumer bastardry thing could delay the opening of the compensatory floodgates by something like 12 months. And... I don't get that. How long it takes courts to get their shit together. Like, it's not as if they have to decide which dress goes with which wig, is it? It's always the blonde wig with the black flowing number. Like, every time. You can set your friggin' clock by it. Maybe it's more of a shoes and lippy thing. How would I know? I'm told the Christmas parties are awesome, however. I think they all wear red shoes to that one, just like the Pope. At least... That's what I heard.